welcome to episode 13 of Musing Interruptus. Guess what? It's Friday. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling something. But that's not what I popped in to tell you. It's Musing Interruptus, and I am so happy to say hello, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. How's it going? What's going on over there, on the other side of this? Thank you for listening. After traveling, I can attest to being shaken. I don't regret it. I rather like it. The feeling of something fundamentally changing unexpectedly. My perception of life changes with each person I meet, each experience I have, and each place I visit. Like colonizing a new part of the universe. No, no, not colonizing, just visiting. I'm aware we are all just visiting. On this highway of life, we are all just passing by, passing the slowpoke, sometimes being the slowpoke. I suppose one of the best parts, letting it all sink in after the journey. Throughout life, we meet people, some who stay, some who go, some who come and go. I am reminded of the importance of doing my best to see people for who they are, behind their bravado, pain, trauma, resentment, all of which create a chasm between themselves and the world. I'm not saying it's our responsibility to do this. I believe our responsibility is to work on ourselves. That being said, we are passing by and sometimes stopping in, invited to sit a spell in people's lives and we extend these invitations as well. Come in, take a load off, put your feet up. Can I interest you in a drink? How about a life together? Let's be friends forever, or at least while we're here. The art is seeing people for who they are, not who we want them to be. Loving people without expectations of fulfilling our needs. Of course they are there. Our needs, desires, wants, but fulfilling those falls upon us. Those are our responsibilities. Understanding the other person's language, strategies, words, on their terms, as best as possible, unlocks new worlds of interaction. Hello, I see you are scared and hurt. Let me sit with you. Ah, you laugh a lot. That is how you share your truth. That is how you hide it, too. How sweet when we encounter people who are willing to do the same for us. What you have there is potential for friendship and other ships. I was harshly reminded of this during my trip. Manifestations of love come in different shapes and forms and exercise in empathy and forgiveness of love and healing. Before I left on my trip, a dear friend who, by the way, is excellent at seeing people and naturally finds ways to understand them, reminded me the seaside is an ideal place to let go. Something about salty water curing all ailments. It is a common belief. After more than two years of absence, I felt the need to be closer to the ocean. There is more to it. Walking along the beach at the blurry edge of water and sand, there is sound. 
booming, crushing, inviting, magnetic, and hypnotic. I had forgotten how much I loved feeling slammed by the waves, rendered helpless only to get up and do it all over again, sitting in the surf or just flirting with my toes in the sand. A love affair and three acts, a redundant, maybe misguided love. In case you were wondering, I phoebeed my way into the ocean, running into the waves until they took over. Some people might be gentle, timid even, not me. I hurled my 39, almost 40-year-old self into the waves. Why is this love misguided? Because I deign to believe the ocean loves me as I love it? Or that the attention I get from the sun is special? That the kisses all over my skin mean something more than the moment? Those photons won't remember me in the morning, I'm sure of it. But I'll remember them. It would be a mistake for me to think they are not love. Just not love on my terms, maybe. It is love, nonetheless. Togetherness and communion on the beach, water and sun, pummeled rock under my feet and in my swimwear, grains that tell the story of the many before me, their crevices, the rocks that have seen it all and will continue into the future, retelling the many sights and feet and erosion. The real clock is there, a true calendar of the earth, like the rings of the great trees in the forests. This love is not misguided. It just needs to be understood in its context, from where it stands and where it comes from. Its own affair with the moon. There is a tension there that allows for all to exist. And yes, I wonder if it cares about me at all. Or could it care less? There is no answer I can understand. I know I will keep going back. The ocean won't come to me. And I won't take it for granted, my lovely sun. By the way, ocean, the moon affects me too. Jealousy is funny that way. But I will reserve that feeling for another musing interruptus. Have you ever been in love with someone you don't really understand? Is that love? Were you able to understand their language, you know, beyond their words? Were you able to see them for who they are? What are your feelings about the beach? Has it said anything to you about me? In this analogy, would taking a seashell be tantamount to keeping an ex-lover's sweatshirt? I'm listening.